Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin. You guys join in on my podcast um, on Spotify. It's under Arthur Pearlie Martin. Hit the follow uh, link up there in the search box so you can know whenever I come on live. Good morning, good morning. Good God, this is a good morning. (laughs) I'm so excited. I don't know about you, but I'm excited because this is the day that the Lord has made. And again, I'm coming in, I'm teaching out of my book, still doing our series. We're on episode one series, um, episode 10, series one still, teaching out of my book, understanding our own issues and other issues. Again, join my podcast. It's Arthur Pearlie Martin on Spotify. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about, you know, we talked about the blame game. Um, uh, We talk about confessing our own faults one to another. We're talking about, we talk about uh, finding our why life. Now we're going to talk about, uh, from chapter nine, we're going to talk about finding the devil's lie. How about that? How about that? Finding the lies in our lives that's holding us captive. How many of you know that every stronghold, addiction, or bondage in our lives is attached to a devil's lie? Because we act on what we believe, right? We act on what we're believing. So the lies that we're believing is the lies that we're living. But the truth that we're believing is the truth that we're living. So let's come on in, come on in, come on in. Share this broadcast, share this morning broadcast. It's called Finding the Devil's Lies in Our Life. I'm coming out of, let's see, John 8 and 32, where Jesus was speaking to his disciples. And he was saying to those Jews who believed on him, If you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It will make you free, NIV says. What is it that the truth makes us free from? The truth sets us free from a devil's lie. Um, Like I said earlier, every area in our lives where there's an addiction, a stronghold, a bondage, um, no matter what it is, if we're believing, if we're acting on it, it's attached to a devil's lie. So what's your why lie? This is what I want us to figure out. What is your why lie? I remember one day I was talking to this young man. I said, well, why do you smoke? And they said, well, when I first started out, I started doing it because I was trying to be cool. I was trying to fit in. You know, that was the lie that the devil started with. But he said, now I do it because it calmed my nerves. How many of you know that that's a lie? And we need to look at it in every of our lives. Why do we eat this comfort food? Why do we uh, then go out and shop and we say things like, oh, it makes me feel better when I shop. That's a why lie because God says, I am your peace. That's a lie that the devil has sowed in our minds and is leading us to believe if I do this, then this is going to happen. This going to make me feel good. I do this because it makes me feel happy. I do this. The joy of the Lord is your strength, right? What's our why lie? I, I drink, I smoke, I do drugs because it gives me peace. The devil is a liar. God is our peace, right? He said in this world, we're going to have some trouble, but when we keep our mind stayed on the Lord Jesus Christ, he will keep us in perfect peace. Well, these devil's lies, let me tell you where they come from. These devil's lies are attached. I spoke earlier how these devil lies are attached to a mindset stronghold. Um, Strongholds are thoughts that are built in our minds based upon uh, experiences, things we have experienced, 
and formed an opinion about like all black people are the same because maybe you had a, a bad experience with one black person well all white people are the same because you had an experience with a bad experience with one all hispanics are are the same what well, all these things are a lie all men are the same all women are the same these are mindset strongholds and we're going to tear them down today we're going to do some spiritual warfare how many of you know that the word of god it is the power of god it's sharper and powerful than any two-edged sword this is what the word tells us so we are doing some spiritual warfare when we use the word of god to tear down these mindset strongholds that's what we're going to do today because we're going to find the why lie we're going to find the why lie in Jesus name. Second Corinthians 10 and 4 tells us for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing and uh, bringing every thought captive into captivity to the obedience of God and being uh, ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Um, if we will look closely, the first thing that verse uh, tells us is that our war- warfare is not carnal, but meaning natural. It's not a natural. It's not. We're not in a natural fight. Okay, we're in a spiritual warfare. I like to say we're in a word war. We're in a word war. It's a word for word. And the mind is the battleground. This is where it's all going down. This is why 2 Corinthians 10 is telling us we have to pull down those mindset strongholds and that the weapon of our warfare are not carnal. We cannot beat the devil. We cannot uh, overcome anything within our flesh or within our carnal mind. And this is why we must renew the mind like Romans 12, 1 and 2 tells us. We must be uh, tra- transformed by the renewing of our mind. What's your why lie? What's your why lie concerning that anger issue? Concerning that overeating issue? Concerning that drinking issue? Concerning that shopping, overspending? Whatever the issue is, we say it all the time. We say no one is perfect. We all have issues. Okay, so what is your why lie? Those issues are attached. What is the, the fornication? I, You know, I used to commit fornication, that's sex outside of marriage. I used to do that. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. I was empty on the inside. That was my story. And it's some of your story. But what, that's a wild lie. You know, just empty on it. Jesus said, I, we're complete in him. Another person can't make us complete. I, we're complete in the Lord Jesus Christ. What is your wild lie? Every error in our lives. Jesus said he came, we have been redeemed from the curse of the law and sin no longer has no dominion over us. This is what the word of God tells us. In other words, we just don't have to do it. We don't have to do what the devil tells us to do. How many of you guys, this, this, uh, this book is for mature audience only. My book is for those who are sincere about wanting God to create in us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit. That's why I say for mature audience, because we say it all the time. But do we really mean it? Do we really, really mean, Lord, here I am. Fix me, Lord. Cleanse me. Show me. Create in me a right spirit. I surrender everything. Everything that's in me that's not like you, Lord, remove it. Take it out of me. Take it out. What's your why lie? What's your why lie? What's what's the deal with the anger? What's the why lie? 
Well, I mean, what are you really angry about? What's the why lie? It's attached to a devil's lie. Yes, they did what they did. And yes, they said what they said. They really did do those things. But you know what? When we understand the fight, Ephesians 6 and 12, when we understand that the warfare is not carnal, that our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of the darkness, we will stop taking it personal and we will start uh, doing the spiritual warfare. It's a word war. When the devil comes to our mind with his evil thoughts, we cast down those evil imaginations and those thoughts that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God by replacing it with the word of God. What does the word of God say? Isn't that what Jesus did when the devil spoke a word? He came back with the word. It was by God's words that he formed the world. Good morning, my beautiful sister Rose. It was by the, God used his words to frame the world. That's how much power we have in the word of God. The word of God, it is the power of God. And the, the word of God, God used his word to frame the world. And like, like us, we're the same way. We're speaking spirits because the real us, is our spirit, right? <laughs> and so our words have power. Life and death is in the power of this son. And this is why we need to be slow to speak and quick to hear because when we're speaking words, we're releasing power. Whether it's for blessings or for curses, we're releasing power and we're forming things and we're framing things. We have to be careful what we say about our children, careful what we say about us and careful what we say about our friends and family and whoever, ourselves. We, let's make sure we're not speaking curses over ourselves because when we're not saying what God is saying, we're not saying what God is saying. There's not a blessing attached to that. But there will be a curse attached to that. We're having what we say. It says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And we will eat the fruit thereof. Meaning we're, we're going to eat our words. <laughs> because our words are seeds being sown into the lives of others. Into our lives. Our heart is like a fresh pot of soil. And so the next time we start speaking these words. Let's just remember. I am sowing some seeds. My words are seeds. You know how powerful that is? How many of you know that if you put an uh, apple, a uh, 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 tomato seed in the ground, you're gonna ex you're expecting a harvest. You got you're expecting a tomato. You add your faith to that seed that you have planted in the soil, right? The seed is within itself, and it's gonna produce after its own kind. In other words, an apple seed, a tomato seed, is going to produce a tomato plant. An apple seed is going to produce an apple tree. So the words that we're speaking, the seed is within itself. And whatever words we're speaking, it's going to manifest that thing. <laughs> so we have to put a guard over our mouth. What's your why lie? What We're going to find the devil's lies in our lives and we're going to be delivered. The, word, the Bible tells us, he said, we clean through the word. We're clean through the word. If you are my, if you, if you continue my word, if you are my disciples, indeed, if you continue, if you, excuse me, if you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you will know the truth. The truth will set you free. The truth, God's truth is what sets us free from a lie. And every area in our lives where we're living contrary to the word of God is an area in our lives where we're believing a devil's lie. I'm going to leave it there. And my, I challenge you today to look at your life and those areas in our life, because like I always say, I am the main subject of my own life story. So when my actions and reactions are contrary to God's word, his will and his way, uh, 
that's an area I need to work on. There's no need to blame anybody because remember, we're not playing the blame game. Remember, there's there's no need to blame no one for my actions, my wrong actions and my wrong reactions. That's what Satan wants me to do, because when the devil can get us to blame other people for what we do, it keeps us from being able to see ourselves. And we have to admit it before we can quit it. So my challenge to you today is. Lord, show me me. And as he began to show you, but you already know, we already know some of the things that we have problems with, right? We are, we already know. We already know. Take the word of God because the word of God is the power. Take and, and uproot those things. Let the word of God uproot those areas in our lives that do not express the love of God. Let the word of God uproot those things in our lives that does not look like God. If we say that we are his disciples, remember he said disciples. He said, if you if you continue my word, you are my disciples in D-E-E-D, action, and you will know the truth and the truth. The only reason we're in bondage, strongholds, and I've been held captive. I, I, I think I left wrote a post the other day saying, are you being held captive by your own thoughts? Are you being captive um, by the enemy by walking in agreement with what he says? Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together except they both agree? Um, let me ask the question. Are you walking in agreement with the enemy? Do you know that every time we do what he say is uh, every time we believe what the devil is saying? So every time we do what he say, it's because we're believing what he say. So those areas in our life, and you know, our heart desire as a believer is to truly live Christ's life. Because when we accept Jesus Christ and we get saved for real, he gives us his heart filled with his desires. He, he tells us in Ezekiel that he takes the stony heart out and he gives us a heart of flesh. That's God's heart filled with his desires and filled with his love. And this is why when we get become born again, when we become born again, that our desires change. Our desires become God's desires because our heart is his heart filled with his desires. So that is like I had spoke earlier, that's very tormenting to want to be able to do what he say and not know how to do what he say. Well, I'm telling you today, I'm here. The good news is, is that the word of God is the power of God. Jesus sent his word and he heals them. I'm telling you, the same way we prayed the prayer and got saved is the same way we can read the word, bleed the word, act on the word and, and get delivered because it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword the truth Jesus said he said Jesus said if you continue in my word you are my disciple indeed and you will know the truth do you want to be free he's telling us Jesus told us how to be free he told us how to be free he said if you continue in my word you are my disciple and a disciple also is a doer of the word not just the ear because a disciple is a follower. They was their followers. Jesus, I don't know about you, but he's my mentor. Okay, so as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're not just hearers of the word, but we're doers of the word. Because D-E-E-D, if you if you be my disciples, if you continue my word, you are my disciples in D-E-D, and you shall know the truth. God's word is the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only way. It may be sociably acceptable by the society, but if it's not in the word of God, 
then it's not sociably accepted by God. I'm going to get off here. Um, again, you guys follow my podcast on Spotify. Uh, go on and log in there on Spotify. Uh, put in Arthur Pearlie Martin and hit the follow button. So every time I come on, you'll get the link. Um, you guys be so blessed and be so very encouraged. And follow me on YouTube at Jean Martin. And you guys keep looking for the good in your day. Good morning, my sister Rose. You guys keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. Follow my Facebook page here, Raptor Martin. Join the prayer room if you like to pray. Um, if you guys like to support our street ministries, like our uh, Facebook page, We Care, W-E-E-C-A-R-E. And I'm getting ready to get off here today so I can start my day because I'm excited because the only reason that we are live, the only reason he woke us up today, the Lord woke us up today, is so we can fulfill his good plan and purpose for our lives. I don't know about you, but I'm excited about that because I, we are a part of God's plan. I'm ending it here. You guys, if you'd like to support us, hit the support button on my uh, Spotify page. Also, and, and uh, if you need prayer or anything, hit that message button and leave a voice message and I'll be sure to uh, get back in touch with you. But I'm going to end it here. How about that? You guys keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. And I'll meet you here again tomorrow on my Spotify page, uh, Arthur Pearlie Martin at 9 a.m. Till next time, you guys be blessed and be encouraged.